Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. The Dodgers have their back against the wall. The New York Knicks start the season with a win. Plus, is it all over for the Red Sox? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen of the day. After winning 106 games in the regular season, the LA Dodgers are on the brink of elimination. The Atlanta Braves hung nine runs on the Dodgers who could not get their bats going. The top of the lineup goes 0 for 15, 1 through 4, and they lose 9 to 2. They go down 3 1 in this NLCS. Joining me now from Locked On Dodgers, Jeff Snyder. And Jeff, what happened to the firepower in this offense? I mean, when you put it that way, it sounds pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's I, I don't know what's going on with the offense. Uh, Trey Turner just suddenly forgetting how to hit is a mystery. Justin Turner, same thing. I They won't have to worry about that in game five. Looks like he's going to be out for however long this series goes, probably. Uh, and... Yeah, I mean, without those two guys doing their part, it's hard for it's hard to get anything going. And I do think that lack of us offense can be as contagious as offense can be. And so when you have those guys struggling, I think it, you know, it, it wears on people a little bit. Maybe I, I, I don't know. I, I wish I knew the answer and more more to the point. I wish the Dodgers knew the answer and that it was something they could flip the switch on because the series isn't over and the Dodgers have been in this situation before. But uh but they need to turn it on, you know, right now. What did you think of the way that this was was managed by Dave Roberts? What did you think about his decision w- with the pitching in this game? You know, in this game, I didn't really have an issue with it. I, I wouldn't have minded the Dodgers matching bullpen game for bullpen game you know, and saving Julio for game five, knowing that he did just pitch a couple days ago in relief. Um, that's more what I have an issue with. I didn't like him pitching in relief in game two. Uh, I, I wouldn't have liked it even if it hadn't, you know, if he hadn't been the one who blew the lead, even if it had been successful, I wouldn't have liked the call. Uh, and, and so I, I did think, well, maybe they ought to do a bullpen game, save Julio, give him one more day of rest. And he definitely didn't look sharp, didn't look like he had his best stuff. I don't know if he would have tomorrow or not, you know. And, uh, you know, but the, my mindset was, well, if they could match bullpen games and and steal this win and tie the series up, then it's best of three with Julio, Bueller, and Scherzer going in the next three, and you just need to win two of them. You know, you'd kind of like your situation there. But, you know, it, it's uh, it's hard to think that a bullpen game today after a semi-bullpen game yesterday would have gone significantly better than than what happened in this game. Of the guys that I mentioned, Betts, Seager, Turner, Smith at the top of the lineup, which one of those guys can be the spark to get this offense ignited a little bit? Um, you know, I, obviously Mookie Betts is the leadoff hitter, and and he kind of the leadoff hitter sets the tone, but he's been hitting really well, and that hasn't necessarily done it for them. I think what they need is uh, I'd rather have Mookie be a little worse and Trey Turner be a little better, you know, just kind of spread that offense out a little bit. Uh, Obviously the idea would be all of them play at their peak potential. I do believe that the guys who the Dodgers can put in the lineup, if everybody plays at their best, I think the Dodgers are a better offensive team than the Braves. But what we've seen this series is 
the the Dodgers hitters aren't playing at their best. And so they're not a better offensive team than the Braves so far in this series. And, and that's what they need to be. So, I mean, Trey Turner led the major leagues in batting average and he's mm-hmm. one for 84 million in the postseason. Uh, and that won't get the job done. So for me, the with with Justin Turner being out of the lineup because of injury now, the answer is Trey Turner needs to play better if the Dodgers have any chance of repeating 2020 and coming back from a 3-1 deficit. Coming up, the New York Knicks start the season with a win. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain and auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why deal with the headache? Why deal with the questions that you probably don't know the answers? Anyway, you have a computer with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time, save money when you use Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you could be going to a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years? When you shop for auto parts, you don't know what they're supposed to cost. I don't know what they're supposed to cost. So why not go to a place where the prices are always reliably low for every customer, everything you need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy to use website today and find the solution for your auto parts needs. And when you go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in their How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Joel Embiid had 22 points and 12 rebounds. Furkan Korkmaz hit four three-pointers in the fourth quarter to score 22 for the game. And the Philadelphia 76ers pulled away in a 117-97 win over the New Orleans Pelicans on Wednesday night. New Orleans was without their star power forward Zion Williamson, who is still recovering from surgery to repair a broken foot. The Sixers, not without a star player themselves, missing disgruntled forward Ben Simmons, who was suspended a game for conduct detrimental to the team after he was kicked out of practice by coach Doc Rivers. He looks to be fully in the James Harden trade me from Houston playbook right now. The last time we saw the Phoenix Suns, they were losing in the NBA Finals to the Milwaukee Bucks. They started their quest to get back to the Finals against the Nuggets. Well, pretty much the same way. First game jitters. Brendan Clean here with Locked On Suns coming to you after a 98-110 Suns loss in opening night. A rematch of the second round series where the Suns swept the Denver Nuggets. And again, a bizarre one. Almost 20 turnovers for the Suns. Very much looking like a team that made a couple of additions and is integrating some new parts of everything for them. Kale Bridges a little more shots. Cam Johnson more shots. Landry Shamit getting involved. DeAndre Ayton doing a little bit of shot creation himself. And the, the offense just looked out of sorts. Denver's starters chemistry just really shined and they were able to run away with this game in the second and third quarter we'll see how the suns rebound on friday against the lakers on the road until then listen to locked on suns for more the packers are turning to another veteran player who was recently released in an effort to help a banged up defense this time it's former houston texans edge rusher whitney merciless the former first round pick out of illinois was an all pro in 2016 but has not been the same player since. Still, he could help a pass rush that is currently without Zadarius Smith, who had back surgery and is not expected back until at the earliest, at best, the end of the season. 
That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for on betonline.ag, your number one spot for all your pro and college football action this season. Week six in the NFL is in the books, and week seven will be here tonight. The Arizona Cardinals stayed undefeated in week six, and the respect is here. The betonline.ag line for the Cardinals giving 17.5 points against the Houston Texans. The next largest point spread heading into week seven is the Rams against the Lions. L.A. coming off a beatdown of the New York Giants. The bet online that AG line for this game is Rams minus 14 against the Lions and another potential blowout on the horizon between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and whoever they're playing. But this case, it is Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. The Bucks come in as 12.5-point favorites by betonline.ag. For all your gambling needs, betonline.ag has you covered. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code locked on to get that bonus. Here is another story you need to know. The Knicks and the Celtics were set to open their NBA seasons, and by the second overtime, a YMCA game broke out. And in the end, the New York Knicks prevailed 138-134. Joining me now from Locked On Knicks, Alex Wolf. And, and Alex, in a lot of ways, this is the kind of game that the Knicks offseason was built for, specifically Evan Fournier, who picked up a little bit of that scoring slack. Julius Randle, awesome, but they had some other guys, and they needed them to get a win. Yeah, you know, it's it was awesome to see everything come together. Anybody over the offseason that was saying, oh, they're going to miss Reggie Bullock. Evan Fournier is not very good on D or, you know, what more is he really bringing? I mean, they were all put to put to bed in this in this game. I mean, he brought so much dynamicism. Is that a is that a word? I'm going to go with that uh, to this game. You know, he was just he was doing things I like off the it. Dribble. I it. Yeah. I, you know, if it's not, I'm calling Webster's immediately after this show to get it <laughs> added to the dictionary with a picture of Evan Fournier next to it. Uh, he was doing things off the dribble. He's pulling up. He's spotting up. He had fantastic symbiosis with Julius Randle. That's a real vocab word. And it was just fantastic. I, I loved watching Fournier play. What's actually funny is the biggest, other than other than Fournier, Kemba Walker actually didn't have his best game. I think actually the biggest addition to the Knicks other than Fournier in this game was someone that was on the roster already last year, but just who's coming mm-hmm. back finally from being hurt. And that's Mitchell Robinson. He was so good. Uh, 11 points, 17 rebounds, three assists, two blocks, five of five shooting. Most importantly, and I just talked about this on Locked on Knicks, he had the Celtics terrified to go anywhere near the paint. Look, we're not going to hardly react, much less overreact to one game. But I think to your point, Mitchell, speak for yourself. (laughs) Good good point. Good point. Uh, Getting someone like Mitchell Robinson back and the defensive presence that that he had. Julius Randle, primary ball handler. Evan Fournier picks up the slack as the secondary creator. And then Mitchell Robinson anchors this defense. To me, that feels like a formula that they can win a lot of games with. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's what we've been talking about all offseason. You know, we've been saying. A lot of people kind of maybe rightfully, maybe maybe wrongfully got kind of bent out of shape when the Knicks gave so much money to Nerlens Noel and Taj Gibson. You know, they treated them very well for, quite frankly, carrying the defense last year when when Mitchell Robinson was hurt. So they deserved the praise. They deserved the money, I think. Um, so people got a little bit out of shape when they gave that money thinking, oh, maybe this means that the writing's on the wall for Mitch. He's going to get, you know, jetted this season or they're just not going to resign him or whatever the case may be. 
I, I don't think that's the case. I don't think it could possibly be the case after what we've seen, you know, in this game and in that that first preseason game, because he is just a different breed than either of those two other guys. I think if you want to take one thing away from this game, you already knew Julius Randle is the guy he is. You already knew Evan Fournier can score the ball like crazy when you brought him in. You knew that R.J. Barrett was going to be on the rise, and he had a fantastic second half, 19 points all in the second half in overtime. But Mitchell Robinson might be that piece that is the big difference maker for the Knicks this year, as crazy as that to say. That is to say, and some people maybe saw that coming, some people didn't. But I, I think if we look back on this discussion in like two months, that might be a thing that we circle as like Mitch was the difference maker this season for the Knicks. Coming up, is it all over for the Red Sox? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. If you haven't had a Built Bar by now, you are missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. I have tried all the other protein bars. Trust me, you have to try these amazing bars for yourself. Most protein bars are chalky or waxy or impossible to, to swallow because it's so dense and blah. Built Bar soft. Covered in 100% real chocolate, when you bite into it, you know you're eating something that's different. It's more of an experience, one that you'll enjoy. In fact, you'd swear you're eating a candy bar. And yet, Built Bar, low in carb, low in calories, low fat, low sugar, high in protein. So all the healthy benefits on top of something being delicious. This month, Built Bar is coming out with new limited time flavors every three to four days. So check the website often. You don't want to miss out. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. Two games ago in the ALCS, the Red Sox were flying high. They had blown out the Houston Astros in consecutive games. And then in the top of the ninth, in game four, the series changed. That carried over uh, into game five. The Astros win 9-1 after scoring seven runs in the top of the ninth inning alone, which means in the last 10 innings, the Astros have scored 16 runs. Joining me now from Locked on Red Sox, Lauren Campbell. Lauren, I'm sorry if that made you shudder to, to hear me say that. Uh, it has been quite the turnaround for the Red Sox here what do they need to do to get back in this series, which is now do or die? It's simple. They need to score with runners in scoring position. They left several men on base. They were 0 for 9 in game four. They just, all of a sudden, it's like you have the bases loaded. It's like we're in the regular season all over again. They need to be able to jump all over these pitchers. There was no reason they didn't light Zach Greinke up in game four. They just need to get get back to the basics, get get hits, stop hitting for home runs, just hit for contact. And on the other side, the pitching matchup, Chris Sale, who was was brought in originally to be the ace of this staff, he pitched fine, only gave up two earned runs. But on the other side, you're getting a gem from the the, uh, the Astros ace, Framber Valdez. Like that's just that's just you have to win these matchups in the postseason, and and Boston has not done it, and Alex Cora has decided all his starters are now relievers too. Yeah, he has, and originally I liked that idea because you can be a little more strategic that way, but then all of a sudden, if you use Avaldi and Pavetta and Sale in one game, it's like, well, who's going to pitch the next game? Erod? I mean, okay, 
he's done well the last two games. So, but then, but then you're trusting him to go at least six, and then you got to trust Ryan Brazier, Martin Perez. Uh, the list goes on of like untrustworthy pitchers. But I mean, you have to do what you have to do, and not like you said, it's a do or die series. And I can't imagine that. Not, I mean, everyone's going to be available for game six. Absolutely everybody. They're going to need everyone. That's how these elimination games usually play out. Um, and unfortunately for, for Boston, it is going to be in Houston. What is the linchpin for the Red Sox here in game six? They need Kike Hernandez to get back on track. I think he's one for 10 in the last two games or mm. last three games. And Hunter Renfro too. He cannot stop grounding into double plays. So he, those two guys who have been heroes and so clutch all regular season, they need to get back to what they were through games one through 162 and provide that spark for Boston. And finally, former Washington State coach Nick Rolovich will be suing the university for illegal termination in part because of what he calls discriminatory and vindictive behavior by Athletic Director Pat Chun, an attorney representing Rolovich, said on Wednesday. Washington State fired Rolovich and four other assistant coaches Monday night after they refused to comply with a mandate that required all state employees to be vaccinated against COVID-19. A mandate that required all state employees to be vaccinated against COVID-19. I just cannot, absolutely cannot wait for this entire saga to be over. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen of the day. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Make your second listen, Locked On Bets. Download and subscribe, free and available on all platforms. Coming up Friday, we'll get you ready for a full football weekend. Plus, can either the Dodgers or Red Sox pull off a miracle? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.